A reading from Luke 5, 4-8. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boats to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord. I am a sinful man. What I love about Peter is you never know why he's saying something that is utterly true. <laughs> so um, you, he's a strange character that way, uh, in some senses anyway. But again, going back to my reading days, and I, I, I read in the Bible every day, um, but this really hit me. And that is, go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. The, the, that mm. sentence actually, I think, explains why so many people don't feel comfortable with Jesus. Hmm. Um, the first thing we have to finally come to terms with hmm. is that we may want to be saints, but in fact, we aren't. Hmm. Um, we, we want to be clean, but it, in some ways we're not. We want our life to be perfect, but it's so imperfect. And to profess, to confess uh, that I am a sinful man is not the key to this. It is to send Jesus away because he's the son of God. But he, in other words, I mean, Peter's saying so many different things, but in some cases, what he's saying is, I want to hide from you, God. I can't yeah. stand it, but I don't want to give up my sins. I don't want to give them up. They're they're too much a part of who I am. And I don't even want to call them sins. But if you're present, I'm going to be reminded of them just because you're you and I'm me. And I, 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 I just can't deal with it. Hmm. But it's somebody who actually confesses their sins in their heart that actually opens the door to the presence of Christ in their lives. I really think you're onto something here with this observation, and it's similar to your observation yesterday about wanting to be in a church that was not safe, uh, but spoke the truth. I think there's, this is a nice pairing with yesterday, actually, with what you were saying yesterday. If you think about, so, so um, Simon Peter realized that in his sin, it wasn't quote unquote safe or comfortable for him to be around Jesus because he was encountering the most righteous person who ever walked the earth. He was encountering capital T truth himself. And so his sin was not able to be in the presence of such holiness. And, uh, you know, as a pastor, I'm thinking about this, you know, in, in coupling with what you said yesterday, churches that are only interested in safety and comfort, they're probably not going to speak the truth. They're going to say, "Oh no, come on, come on in, um, everyone. That you know, you're you're safe. You're, I just want to make you comfortable here." And then they're going to be too afraid to speak the truth. Then, if the truth points out any sinfulness in that person or in the congregation, um, 
I just, I'm just reminded of yesterday that Jesus is like Aslan, right? He's, he's not safe, but he's good. Uh, so I've been down in Florida and, uh, there's a church down there called St. Paul's and, uh, they have some kind of relationship with the promise keepers, a very powerful movement, maybe 20 years ago. Uh, but they're still around apparently. And, uh, there was a group of men, maybe eight men in this, uh, morning meeting on Friday, on a Friday. And, um, it was so so wonderful because we were talking about the the subject that day was lying <laughs> lies hmm. and how how prevalent they are in our lives our own lives because we all do it don't we i mean hmm. you know we try to dress it up and make it good but it may still be a lie hmm. and of course lies are you know very evident in the third chapter of uh of Genesis and also in John 8, where uh, Jesus calls Satan the father of lies. Uh, and it, it it's, uh, I, I just think that when churches don't deal with the whole person, the whole person, the things that separate us from God and the things that make it, help us yearn for God, I don't think they're doing anybody any favors. It's kind of like the status quo is okay, but actually for all of us, it's not. So Lord, give us your truth. Give us your truth. Even when it makes us uncomfortable, um, we need, we need your salvation. We need your healing. We need your forgiveness. And we need your truth. Amen.